I'm having fun sharing my life experiences. I'm having fun sharing scripture and parables. We've been doing a a series here at church called You Amaze Me. And I'm talking about the miracles that were listed in the book of John that weren't included in the other gospels. So I'm telling God stories. I'm using the word of God to preach and to teach of the greatness of God and people are being changed. You're listening to Altered Stories with Michelle Renee Gutch. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com or the Access More app. Hello, Altered Story Show listeners. This is your Chief Storyteller host, Michelle Saunders Dutch. And welcome to episode 87, Tanya's God Story, Part 2, Passion for Pastoring. Thank you for listening to my show that shares Christian women God stories around the world so women can hear them and is part of the Spark Media Network and can be heard on the Edify app, one of the world's most powerful Christian apps. And friends, I hope all is well. And are you ready to listen to a new inspiring God story? from a former awesome kingdom rock star guest who was one of my first guests on the show. Remember, friends, remember the Cobra Snake Bite God Story, episode two? Well, today you're going to catch up with Pastor Tanya and hear more from her about what she has been up to since we recorded that God story in 2018. And for those of you that don't know Tanya, not only is she a pastor, she is a gifted national international speaker. And man, she is, she is powerful, a published author and co-founder, director of Strong Cross Ministries. She and her husband have recently relocated to beautiful Columbus, Montana. And friends, Tanya and I became ministry friends and met while serving on the r Retreats Board in Denver, Colorado. So let me give her a warm welcome back to the show Tanya, welcome back. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me back, Michelle. Boy, our friendship 
has just been a lot of years. You are such a delight in my life. And I am so proud of you and how you're sharing stories with women around the world about how God redeems us, how he takes the stories of our lives and um, brings them to the foot of the cross for a plan and a hope of redemption. So thank you for doing this powerful work, Michelle. Oh, well, thank you, Tanya, for being instrumental in supporting me in this process. And we, Gal, we are still going to do that story inside of you conference. We are still going to do that. I know that's on the docket. So just hang tight with me. But anyway, Tanya, is there anything that you want to share with my audience about you on a personal note that I haven't? Because there's so much to you. I know we're going to talk about your God story part two, and there may be a lot there that you bring in, but I just thought I would extend that in case there's some words that I haven't shared that you might want to share. Well, a couple of things. I always want to just give honor to my husband. He's such a great guy. And I've met your husband well, Michelle, and he's, he's also just a, a fabulous man of God. But I always want to give honor to my husband. We celebrated our 40th wedding anniversary this year. Woohoo! I just, uh, we had a little party here at the church and it had a great time. We, uh, and Michelle, we had a mutual friend, Diane Anders, was with, was with me for that party. That She's alive to the party almost. Oh my gosh, how fun was Mike there? No, I met Diane in Billings and um, she was there for a couple of days and she came to see our new home in Columbus. So bless her heart, she helped me cook, she helped me decorate. So her, it's, it's a retreat, Tanya, it's a retreat. You know, 40 years of being married is wonderful. And I, I always just like to share with women that the men in our lives are important. And you know, when my husband asked me to marry him all those years ago, he told me, Tanya, I am called. I am called to help people in ministry. And I just want to make sure that your calling lines up with my calling. And he was so sweet, you know, he told me he loved me, that I was beautiful, that he thought I would be a wonderful wife. So sweet. But he said, I am not going to sacrifice what God's called me to do for a woman. And you know what? I wasn't insulted by that because I think it's so important in the power of a couple working together and supporting one another when it comes to spiritual things is so vital. And so at that time, I said, okay, yeah, you know, I love you, baby. I'll travel the world. I'll do whatever. Never realizing that that's what, that's what I was going to end up doing, that my husband was going to take me on adventure after adventure. Um, and, and not just for the sake of adventure, but you know what? I've had an adventurous life for the sake of the kingdom of God. And so um, I've been blessed to live in South Africa. Before that, I was honored to live in Colorado and host a retreat for missionaries. Uh, started writing books in, in Colorado, joined a writer's group, continued writing books in South Africa. My husband and I lived there for 11 years. And then it was time we, we raised up a team of local people to do the ministry in South Africa. And it was time for us to leave that those, that team could grow and continue the ministry more effectively. So I'm excited to be on the show because I want to talk about how you transition as a woman, how you go from one season to another season. 
Well, let me tell you, Gal, that's a much needed topic. I don't think it's really discussed a whole lot. So I can't wait to hear more about this. And I do know, Tanya, that you are a lover of stories. You do love stories. I mean, you write, you write it. I mean, that's just, I think that's why our spirits connect too. I mean, we just resonate there, but you know, I would just kind of love to hear from you why you think we need to share our God stories. I mean, there's a lot of different perspectives on it. And I, I would love to hear from you why you think that is so important. When I was in South Africa, a woman told me a story and it changed my life. And the story went like this. She was at a house one evening and um, visiting a woman who was very impoverished. And she went to see this woman and to take her food. And the woman had a little boy, maybe five or six years old. And there were books laying on the table of this woman's house. And really her house was a tin shack and the table was probably something very primitive. And all the pages in the book, in the books that were laying there were torn. And my friend said to the little boy, you, you know, you need to take better care of your stories. Take better care of your books. And the boy whispered to my friend and said, you don't understand. When there's not any food, my mom gives me the food and she eats the pages in the book so she doesn't go hungry. And there's something in her, in her tummy. Well, you know what? People have stories all over the world. And those stories need to be told so women don't go hungry, Michelle. They need to be told so women can be encouraged, so young women can be encouraged. Stories of hardship need to be shared, stories of loss and stories of laugh, but also stories of redemption and stories of rejoicing. And so there's such power in telling a story. I'll never forget the story my friend told me about a woman in the book. I'll never forget that story. I'll never forget some of the other stories that women have told. I'll never forget your story of dreaming about starting a podcast to help women around the world. So our stories need to be told to encourage others in the faith. Yes, that's beautiful, beautiful. Uh, standing ovation, <laughs> Tanya. I love, love, love what you shared there. And so true, very true. So woman, godly woman and dear friend of mine, it's time, the time has come for you to share now your passion for pastoring God's story part two. So where did that story <laughs> begin. All right. You know what? In my 30s, I really felt called by God to pastor. And I had worked on staff at a church. I was pastoring women. That was my role. Um, I was leading studies for women and doing all kinds of things. But there was something stirring inside of me just to teach and preach the word of God. So when Chris and I got to South Africa, I began teaching and preaching. And I would say that sometimes I spoke five or six times a week. And so I recognize the power in teaching the word of God. I mean, we can share opinions. We can share news. We can talk about Facebook or Instagram. 
we can talk about things that we've heard and and things that we've read and and that's powerful but there's something about preaching the story the written word of god and so for 11 years in south africa i would preach i would teach i would be in local churches almost every weekend and i'm talking about a church in a tin shack in the middle of nowhere with the sometimes the heat sometimes the wind blowing because it does get a little cold there uh, with the wind, there'd be donkeys in the yard. There'd be women sitting topless, feeding their babies. And I learned that the power of God and the power of his word overcomes whatever unusual circumstances people are facing. I was preaching one time in the middle of preaching, a nest of spiders fell on me. And you know what? I kept on preaching the word of God. The first time I remember preaching the word of God, I was in high school. And I was asked to give a testimony um, at some kind of church camp. I was in the middle of speaking and I got uh, stung by a bee. And I thought, you know what? The word of God is more powerful than the pain of a sin. In South Africa, I'd been preaching and um, had women. I remember specifically a woman having a demonic episode in the middle of preaching. And I just learned that as women of God, we have to be passionate about preaching and pastoring others. And I know when we think about pastor, we think always about, you know, uh, church buildings and those little white buildings with the the, um, crosses on the top or the steeples on the top. And that's pastor. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm in a little white church building, (laughs) preaching and teaching. But there's a passage that I want to share from the book of Proverbs. And it's actually Proverbs 3.16. I love that scripture. (laughs) uh, You know that scripture? I do, and I love it, but I got to hear it a hundred times. All right. This talks about wisdom. And women of God, we need to walk in wisdom. And our God stories need to include wisdom from God. And so this passage says, wisdom, our stories of wisdom extend long life. In one hand, our stories of wisdom give life to other women. If you have a story to tell, don't keep it bottled up. Your story is going to extend and give long life to other women. Then it says, on the other hand, your stories of wisdom are going to bring wealth, which means blessing. We're not talking necessarily about finances. Your story is going to bring blessings, and promotion in others. And again, we're not talking about necessarily a promotion at a job, but we're talking about spiritual promotion where we go deeper into the things of God. And so when we share our stories, great things happen. And it says, out of her mouth, out of our stories, flow righteousness. And when we talk about righteousness, we talk about truth that brings women into right standing with God or brings women into relationship with God. And it says her words, her wise stories release conviction and mercy. So when we tell our stories, women should hear mercy and they should hear compassion and they should hear about the love of God, but they should also hear about the need to seek God 
and to live under God's principles. Amen. 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 <laughs> Amen. All right. And then it goes on and it says the ways of wisdom, the ways of your story should be sweet. You know, the Bible says that when we taste the word of God, it says taste and see that the word of God is good and that the word of God becomes like honey, sweet honey in our mouth. We may start out with a story that just is heartbreaking. Stories like that woman eating the pages of the book. But you know, my friends started taking that woman food every month, started encouraging that woman to get an education and to find a job. And you know, pretty soon her story shifted. She wasn't eating dusty pages anymore. She was eating honey. She was eating sweetness because of the blessings and goodness of God. And then it says that our ways are sweet and that they draw us into a place of wholeness. When we tell our redemptive stories, they bring us to a place of wholeness. They bring others to a place of wholeness. Then it says, seeking out wisdom, seeking out those stories of wisdom, we discover untold blessings and we become a healing tree to those who taste of our story. And so what I want to tell your listeners is we all have God's stories. And lately, my God story is one about transition. I've spent all those years in South Africa, 11 plus years, living in a culture so different than America. Every place I went, I had to pay someone to watch my I had to be home before dark. My husband would stand outside a public restroom when I went in to make sure that nothing happened. We would go into villages and meet with witch staff. We would host ladies' Bible studies where women were struggling to feed their children. We would meet with pastors who were commingling religion with worship of the dead. And our prayer through all of that was, God, we know that effective mission takes place when local people are raised up to do the work of the minister. In the book of Acts, the model for missions is clearly presented. Paul would travel from region to region. He would preach the gospel. He would send, uh, spend a season there or one of his ministry partners would spend a season there. They would raise up locals to continue the work of the ministry. And then Paul would move on and check back with those ministry people. I'm heading back to South Africa in November to check on the work of ministry. But there's something powerful about people hearing from the word of God and hearing stories of personal redemption in their own language. I couldn't do that. There are 11 official, official languages in South Africa. 11 of them, Michelle. Hard languages to learn. <laughs> so <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, how are we ever going to get those women to tell us their God story? <laughs> okay, you know what? We're we're interpreters. Have, we're going to have an interpreter. We have um, women on the Strong Cross team who can tell God stories. Uh, they can translate. They know four or five different languages. We will get those out and it's going to be powerful and amazing i can't wait it'll be part of the god stories around the world segment i'm going to start 
Oh, listeners, you're going to love it. They are going to love it. They're going to love it. You're going to love it. So this is a hard thing, but sometimes God calls us to go so ministry can grow. And that's where my husband and I were, were at. It was time for us to go that the ministry could grow. So I, I'm, I've been back in the States since the end of May, the beginning of June. Our outreaches through Strong Cross Ministries in South Africa with children and teens, especially middle schoolers, those sixth, seventh, and eighth graders, our ministries have doubled in size since we've been gone. Our staff, they're receiving invitations and opportunities to minister at women's conferences, at church events, at youth conventions. And had Chris and I stayed there, that wouldn't have happened, Michelle. So I just want to tell your listener, transition is difficult. We can embrace it or we can fight. If we fight transition and we stay in a place too long, we will end up damaged and the people around us will end up damaged. When God begins to stir in us that it's time to transition and then it's time to move, whether it's a natural physical move, whether it's a spiritual move, sometimes even there's an emotional transition that takes place where we, we've sat in an emotional place for a long time. And God is saying, it's time to move past that emotion. It's time to heal and it's time to move on. When God speaks, we have to obey. We have to use wisdom in order to do that. So the time I was in South Africa, I worked on some Bible schooling. I, I worked on some ordination things. I, I worked with a, a local, not a local, but a denomination that embraced women pastor because that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be able to share God's word from a pulpit every week. And I wanted to be able to do midweek services and study the scriptures with people. And I wanted to be able to do all that. So I got those decks kind of lined up and began uh, probably at, in January of this year, began talking to leaders in, in that organization. And um, when I got back the beginning of June, I had some, I'd already given out some interviews, uh, resumes, had some interviews lined up and really came to Columbus, Montana. They, they had viewed my resume. I called when I got back in the States. My husband and I came to Columbus. We interviewed face-to-face. We met the congregation. I was in the pulpit a couple weeks. We shared dinner with with church members, fell in love with the region, and fell in love with the people, and was hired. So I've officially been a pastor for, I don't know, about 10 weeks. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It's unreal. So, geez, Tanya, I mean, how do I follow up with that? (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? I'm having fun. And I'm having fun telling God stories. So I'm having fun sharing my life experiences. I'm having fun sharing scripture and Parables. We've been doing a, a series here at church called You Amaze Me. And I'm talking about the miracles that were listed in the book of John that weren't included in the other gospels. 
So I'm telling God stories. I'm using the word of God to preach and to teach of the greatness of God and people are being changed. And isn't that phenomenal? What an incredible journey you're on, my friend. I love it. I am going to have to come out and and visit. I mean, I got to come and visit Wolf Point, but I'm going to have to come visit Columbus. Well, you okay, so you visit Wolf Point and then uh, Diane and you and I, we meet in Billings or, and we just have the time of our lives and we come and do something amazing here in Columbus. So. Oh my gosh, I would love it. I love Montana. I lived in Billings um, for a while with my family when I was younger and Wolf Point, you know, and so it's been a while, but what great ministry opportunities and just, you know, God is really at work. And so I really appreciate you sharing that. And there's so much wisdom that you bring. And I, I would just love to know, is there, is there any shout outs that you want to give right now to those, you know, that may be listening or, you know, your fan club or whatever? I know you gave a shout out to your amazing husband and he's a hoot. Okay. First of all, this is going to be a strange one, but I'm participating in a writer's group here locally at the library. And I want to give a shout out to those ladies who aren't just telling stories, but writing stories. And then um, I've started writing articles weekly or monthly, not weekly, monthly for the Stillwater Community Newspaper. And it is fabulous to be able to write an article every month that shares a God story. So that's great. And then one of the things that I want to share, it's not really a shout out, but it's kind of a shout out to the ladies. What I've learned about the community that I live in, and I think it's probably the same in a lot of communities in America, 60, I think it's 69% of the people in my community have no church affiliation and really have limited interest in spiritual things. So when we tell our God stories, we tell them with the IGA clerk. Hey, do you know what God did for me today? We tell our God stories to the postal people. I know them by name in my community because I've shared with them, hey, I'm the new pastor. And maybe the women that are listening are going to be able to say, guess what? My son started second grade this week. I'm so excited. Or my family's celebrating my birthday this week. And God is so faithful. At every opportunity that you have, ladies, share your stories. Share the ugly, share the bad, but share the good. So I also want to give some shout outs uh, to my fellow God story women who spend their weekends traveling and doing ministry. Women like you, Michelle, who are sacrificing to open doors and give opportunities for God stories to be shared. So I, I just think that God is so faithful. He's so faithful. And um, I am so proud of you. Well, I am proud of you, my friend, and you and your hubby who are such a hoot and what you're doing and how you're just honoring God and being so faithful and obedient and your loving heart and I just and your love for women uh, do. It's really cool. 
Um, and I'm just blessed beyond measure to have this time with you. And I can't wait, Tanya, until the day we can get some of those women from South Africa on the show and really have some time together too with you and Diane in the future in Montana because I am really missing it. It's just truly a beautiful, beautiful country there. Very special. I wanted to say one of the things that your listeners can be praying about and you and I can be praying out, praying about is as we begin to do interviews with women in South Africa about their stories. In certain cultures, shame and guilt are used to keep women quiet. And that's kind of the culture, especially in a third world country. That, that's kind of a cultural thing. You know, don't tell anyone because you'll be shamed. You know, don't tell anyone the things that you've done or the things that you've come through because people are going to shame you and reject you. And then there's a whole guilt thing. You know, uh, women feel like I haven't done things the right way and I have such guilt that I don't want to tell my story. We know I'm believing that women are going to overcome shame and guilt. And that when you interview them in um, South Africa, that Michelle, they are going to be transparent and that their stories are going to give life to other women, that there's not going to be shame. There's not going to be guilt. There's not going to be hindrances in the name of Jesus, that God's going to give you the right questions to ask, the translator, the right words to use in translation, that women are going to feel empowered by sharing their stories. I really, really love that prophetic, (gasps) prophetic words and encouraging words there, Tanya, because I only know the Holy Spirit through me can help bridge those gaps and those barriers. And unfortunately, it's so that they're with American women too, and so many in the church that are so wounded, which is why God really impressed on me. We need freedom in our women, in our churches need freedom from wounds and, you know, just bondage and, and just to walk in the freedom that God really wants us to walk in like Mary Magdalene, you know, it's just, her story over and over many others in the Bible. But anyway, this has been just such a blessing, Tanya. I cannot believe the time has gone so quickly. And, you know, I do want you to please share how others can reach you. Talk a little bit to my listeners about how we can reach out to you in your busy life and all the things you do. Right. Well, uh, these days I have an email that says, Pastor Tanya Blessing. (laughs) 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 Oh man, that's so cool. Isn't that fun? But I have to tell you, nobody emails me there because it's such a new email, you know, but I want to give that to your listeners, Pastor Pastor Tanya Blessing at gmail.com, all lowercase. And so you can reach me that way. Um, you can also reach me at my author website. If you want to learn about the books I've written and more about who I am as a person, um, that's uh, tanyajewelblessing.com. Okay. And then if you want to learn 
But what Strong Cross Ministries is doing in, in Africa, that's strongcrossministries.org. So those are those are the websites. And the church, we don't have a website up yet, but uh, we will in the near future. So I don't I'm disappointed I don't have that information to share with you. What's the name of your church now? It's Columbus Assembly of God. Columbus Assembly of God. Okay. And is 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 your location somewhere close to Wolf Point or Whitefish or where in the state you know is? What? We're just we're like an hour and a half outside of Yellowstone. Um, and so we're really we're quite a ways from Wolf Point. Yeah. Quite a ways from Wolf Point. Yeah. So, you know, usually Diane drives into Billings, which is about four or five, I think it's yeah, five four and a half hours or so. Mm-hmm. So, and then it's from Billings, it's another probably 45 minutes to my house. So it's a little bit, little different location. In, yeah. All right. Well, that's good. So, well, Tanya, Pastor Tanya, thank you again for taking your time oh, and sharing all of what you've shared with us and blessing my listeners what a gift today and I know what you've shared is going to really rock the world of so many and bless so many and I can't wait to share it and friends we will have this episode available to listen to on our website as I said Tanya was uh, on the show like second podcast uh, episode I produced before I even <laughs> went professional. I mean, she was such a blessing to me as I um, birthed this ministry and where we are now. And so it's just been wonderful. And friends, um, do share this episode with others who would benefit from it too, because you're going to bless so many from what she shared today. And we'll have all of her information up on her episode page too. And friends, until the next show, be heard and be healed. Altered Stories Ministry is a faith-based, nonprofit, and women's evangelistic storytelling ministry located in Overland Park, Kansas. If you enjoyed listening to today's story, your family and friends would probably benefit from hearing how God works in the lives of women all over the world, too. So please, subscribe to our show and share the link to this podcast. Share it on your social media. We also welcome your valued feedback on our stories. Also, we'd appreciate your prayerful consideration in sponsoring one of our future God-glorifying stories and welcome your tax-exempt financial donation. To find out more on how you can support our ministry, you can log on to our website at www.alteredstories.org.